0: Hello, it's Debbie Gilbert here from the Business Awards Show. And I'm also the owner of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm joined by Darren Salt, who is the owner and MD of the Technologies Group and Vavavoom. We're going to find out more about Vavavoom later. He's been in the IT industry for over 30 years. And he's also been a judge on the Best Business Women Awards for the last six or seven years. And he's been a sponsor on the Best Business Women Awards. And it also led him to enter business awards himself for his business and he went on to win. So today we're going to be talking all things awards from the judge's perspective, from an entrance perspective and also from a sponsor's perspective. So Darren wears so many awards hats. It's unbelievable. (laughs) So welcome, Darren.
1: Thank you, Debbie. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here.
0: So we always start with our guests by asking them to talk a bit about their business journey, because you've had quite a long business journey. I I have, yes. So tell us a bit about uh, the Technologies Group and VavaVu.
1: Okay, so um, the Technologies Group uh, was founded under a different name back in 1989, um, and I joined the business at around that time. Um, And then in 2010, I was very lucky to have the opportunity to buy the business from the existing owner. Um, it's not often you get the opportunity to buy a business without having to do due diligence. Uh, I knew the customers, I knew that there weren't any skeletons in the closet. Um, and, uh, and you know, the rest is history, as they say. Uh, obviously, there have been some challenges along the way. Yeah. but Yeah.
0: So tell us what sort of clients you work with, what sort of services that you offer.
1: Okay, so we we primarily provide IT support and help desk Um, in sort of today's climate. A lot of that also focuses around cybersecurity
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and we have quite a lot of clients in the business services market as well. Um, Most of our clients tend to be between about five and 50 members of the team Um, That doesn't mean that we don't look after sole traders as well, uh, or some slightly larger businesses, but primarily in that sort of 5 to 50 bracket. Mm -hmm. They're big enough to need IT support, um, but not big enough to necessarily have IT support in-house. Brilliant. And the new product, VavaVoom, what's all that for? VavaVoom. Okay, so because we've got so many uh, business service clients, we realized that there was actually a real need because of the way that they are now working so flexibly with Mm -hmm. self-employed associates and contractors um, to be able to operate a secure IT environment, but without actually having to buy laptops for the entire team. Mm -hmm. So VavaVoom is a browser-based work environment for every member of the team it keeps the data safe it keeps you sort of cyber essentials uh, certified uh, it will uh, ensure that there's no risk if an employee or an associate just leaves the business you haven't got to worry about getting a laptop back they can't have any data on their own personal device it's just the perfect solution for today's flexible sort of hybrid business model
0: fantastic so if someone's got their own laptop you can essentially port your business onto their laptop and remove it as and when needed. Exactly,
1: exactly because they have to sign into the browser every yes. single day in order to, to do the work for that agency.
0: That sounds fantastic, actually. So this has been just recently launched, though, hasn't it?
1: It has, yeah. We sort of started plans for it last summer. Um, uh, soft launched it uh, around Christmas. Um, we've now got the sort of the website up and running, platforms up and running we've got a few other existing um bookkeeping and virtual assistant clients uh, actually trying it out um and uh, and giving us feedback mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's it's ready to pretty much rock and roll
0: brilliant okay so we're going to talk a bit about awards um now we met through a mutual networking contact a few years ago and i was looking for more men to join our business panel Uh, our judging panel for the Best Business Women Awards. So you came on board. Um, He's a brilliant judge to anyone who's listening to this. He's very, very attention to detail. Um, And you also came on board as a sponsor. Uh, So let's talk a bit about judging awards. So we'll start with that. Um, When you get these entries in front of you, Darren, what are you looking for? What, What makes an award entry, you know, get your
1: interest interest okay well I think I think the first thing is it it has to tell the story Mm. um you know you don't even though I'm very facts and figures focused which I'll come on to in a moment Mm. it needs to tell the story Mm. it needs to tell the story of the business owner the business how it was founded what its achievements are those are the hooks that get you in Mm. you know Um, those are the things that make it an interesting read um, and and sort of really get you to sort of understand the business.
0: Mm. And then when you're sort of scoring things, what are the things that you're more likely to actually give higher scores for? You touched Uh, on... Facts and yeah, figures. <laughs>
1: facts and figures. No, definitely. Um, I think the first thing is that the question is answered correctly. So, mm-hmm. you know, virtually all awards, including the ones I enter for, have a series of questions that you have to answer. Um, um, you know, we're, we're talking about proper awards here, not the ones that you just buy off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen those, you know. Uh, but, yeah, proper awards, you have to answer questions. And, you know, you've got to read the question and answer it you know, and, and not put down something else. So that's the first thing. But then it absolutely comes down to sort of facts and figures. You know, if you're asked for proof, say, of you know, your social media or, you know, how you deliver customer service or your uh, finance, the financial strengths, then you need to provide that evidence. Because mm. if, if you don't, but the judge has got nothing to, to judge you on. It's, mm. a, it's as simple as that. And mm-hmm. I am, and I say I am a very fair judge, but I am quite firm.
0: Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. But there's no nothing wrong with that, because at the end of the day, you only have initially probably about 15 minutes or so per entry to sort of look at the initial information. And you don't want to be trying to dig around, trying to find stuff. It needs to be presented to you, doesn't
1: it? Exactly. Yes. No, I mean, it really is up to the the entrant to, to sort of lay it out for the judges to be able to quickly, uh, you know, assess the entry. That doesn't mean that we don't go back and revisit entries. I mean, I think I probably mm. could easily spend an entire hour on an entry, mm. especially right. if I feel it's worth it. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: You know, if, if if it's sort of piqued my interest, and, you know, that the, the, I'm starting to get a feel that there's, uh, you know, good data there that I can look at, then, you know, I I will go back to that entry. So it's it's definitely worth putting the effort in. I think, So many people leave it until the eve of the close of the entrance to uh,
0: get something done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or the day after. Can I have an extension, please?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what's the worst things that you've seen in award entries?
1: worst things are uh, obviously just not answering the question at all mm-hmm. um but i know that most uh, certainly most uh, awards will probably filter those entrants out before mm-hmm. we as judges we get to see them <laughs> <laughs> um the other one is literally a copy and paste between questions so you know there'll be something in one of the question answers, and they will literally copy and paste it down to one of the other question answers. That's not gonna work for several reasons. One, it means you're probably not answering at least one of those questions correctly. Mm. Um, and the second thing is it stands out like a sore thumb. So yeah, not, not, not good.
0: And I think evidence is another thing, isn't it? People don't put enough or they don't put the right evidence in those two areas. Um, You know, I don't know if you remember the year when we had the dog grooming table pictures, which, you know, at the end of the day, if you're a dog groomer, as a judge, you're going to expect somebody's got a dog grooming table. And to submit that as a picture, as your evidence, it's just not, it's not going to work. So people should be thinking along the lines of case studies and testimonials and really demonstrating their knowledge and expertise.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, case studies, case studies are great. Testimonials are brilliant. Testimonials often not only show that you are good at your business, but they also very often will show great customer service as well. Mm -hmm. And I know that's something that a lot of awards focus on.
0: Definitely. And you're going to be sponsoring the business services category this year. Which is very aligned with VavaVoom. So, as a sponsor, what's you know what drives you to sponsor business awards? What's the what's your overall aim with that?
1: Um, well, part of it actually is altruistic. So, I uh, love to sponsor the Best Businesswoman Awards when I can, uh, simply because of the fact that I'm passionate about diversity in business. Mm. Um, even though I am a middle-aged white male, um, <laughs> there are so few uh women in business, there are uh, certainly in my sector, the tax sector, mm. seriously underrepresented, mm-hmm. anywhere between 18 and 13 percent. that's it. And I'm absolutely passionate about the diversity inclusion. You know, I I don't just want to see you breaking through that glass ceiling. I want it smashed. Um, And, you know, and some of the female entrepreneurs that I've met, uh, both your awards and elsewhere, they are so passionate. And they achieve so much more than men because they are doing so many other things as well, you know. A lot of us will just rock up to work at nine in the morning and put our coat on at 5pm, you know, and and I see so many female entrepreneurs juggling so many balls and and it's an absolute credit to them.
0: That's lovely. Thank you. So having been a judge and a sponsor, it kind of then inspired your own awards journey, didn't it? So talk us a bit through what that that looked like for you and what you did.
1: It did. So I've I've been involved with your awards awards now for I think seven years in total. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, mixed between judging and sponsoring. And uh after the first couple of years, I thought, actually there's gotta be something in this. Um <laughs> your award winners are getting all this free press and, and, and great <laughs> SEO and, and that sort of thing, you know. So I entered something called Britain's Best IT Business Awards, Mm -hmm. and um, I am pleased to say that um, the Technologies Group has now won an award uh, in those awards for the last five years, including 2022. So, yeah, so back in March, I went along to uh, a swanky dinner in central London, where the awards were being held, and uh, picked up another Another lump of glass. So I'm going to need a bigger mantelpiece soon. You
0: are. I didn't realise it was as many as five. That's yeah, five,
1: five, and five in a row as well.
0: So, are you so. looking at other awards? Maybe more local, like looking at expanding your reach within Greenford, where you're based. So,
1: well, we were a finalist uh, last year in West London Business Awards as oh. well. So, uh, only a finalist, not a winner, but no, nevertheless, it's, as I would yeah,
0: say,
1: Yep, exactly. Really yeah oh, so wow. so that. yeah No. We're, uh, we're we're trying very hard and Caught uh, the awards
0: bug so definitely. one of the things we always talk to our guests about is business challenges and you've obviously been in business now for quite some time what would you say have been your biggest challenges that you've had to overcome over the years several i think Mm. um
1: uh there's there's one that sort of any business that's not just one person will encounter and that's managing people Mm. um so that's that's definitely one um i would say that one of the challenges is managing um Uh, sort of your your customer base because when you start off in business Mm -hmm. it's so easy just to try and grab every piece of business that might possibly come your way but I think a lot of businesses you know the customer actually isn't always right for you they Mm -hmm. might be right for someone else but they're not necessarily always right for you for you and it's quite difficult sometimes for a new business owner to say no actually you know Mm -hmm. or, or they'll try too hard you know they'll offer discounts they can't afford and that sort of thing so that's that's something that I think you know businesses uh, have to do, and also once you do start trading, you need to build in a little resilience as well mm. because you know things like recessions, cost of living crises, they come along, um, mm. and uh, you know you've got to have something there for a rainy day, and and you know that that's not just sort of not just talking about cash flow, but I'm talking about you know maybe some sales and pipeline that you haven't actually converted yet into into business but you know if you haven't got that pipeline there suddenly you'll you'll think okay well where's the next bit of business coming from so yeah those are those are the sorts of challenges and i know quite a lot of business owners or, or uh, certainly business coaches um, will tell you that you should niche in business yeah. um and that's all very well but i think you have to be careful how you do it um yeah. we've got quite a wide customer base and and the, the thing about that is it does protect you sometimes in the yeah. in the rough times you know with a recession so because different businesses are affected in different ways yeah. at different periods during a downturn yeah. and i think having a, a slightly broader base even if they're in a particular sector but having a slightly broader base can help
0: you I think that's a really good point. I've, I mean, this is the trouble. I think sometimes people take these words of wisdom from coaches and take it to the end and then realise, oh, gosh, that sector's in big trouble, and now I haven't got any clients or my clients aren't spending the money that they were. So in yeah. terms of um, cybersecurity and, and, and IT support, um, would you say a lot of small businesses just don't pay enough attention to this area?
1: Certainly cybersecurity. Um, I think, you know, a, a lot of businesses know that they might need some IT support. Yeah. Um, that They don't necessarily know what type of IT support they, they mm. need. And we'll sort of guide them. And we've got a variety of different packages that, you know, can be affordable for virtually mm. everybody. But when it comes to cybersecurity, a lot of small businesses think that all they need is a bit of antivirus on their laptop, and yeah. possibly the free one will do. Um, and that's it, job done. But there are a lot of threats out there and the the thing about small businesses these days is they are much of a target as bigger businesses if not more so a couple of reasons for that one the cyber criminals know that the smaller businesses can be much easier targets than the big businesses because they've got fewer defenses and the other part of it is that very often a lot of small businesses have larger businesses as clients and the cyber criminals will try and get into a smaller business's it system so that they can gather data on that business's clients and customers
0: wow hadn't even thought of that that's yeah there's so many threats going on all the time and if you work with a company Absolutely. like yourselves, at least you've got some protection, additional protection in, in place.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive either. You know, no. it, it, it it's just a matter of, of doing it right. And a lot of it, it's also about education as well. Exactly. It's what to look out for those types of things, you know, and understanding the types of fraud that are going on as well. Sometimes there is no technological solution. It's just about, you know, being aware. <laughs>
0: What's on the agenda for your business for this year?
1: Well, we are um, growing our IT support um, services uh, fairly steadily, uh, mm-hmm. which, is, which is great. Um, but I think most of our focus for the rest of the year this year will be on VavaVoom. Mm -hmm. Um, we uh, have launched it as you know this this new product we know that we've got customers waiting in the wings the business service agencies since the pandemic have really taken off Mm -hmm. so many businesses because they've downscaled or closed offices Mm -hmm. or rearranged the way that they work they're looking to outsource business services be that bookkeeping Mm -hmm. virtual assistants Mm -hmm. uh, you know other types of, of outsourcing and therefore, you know, uh, our focus probably for the rest of the year, not our sole focus, but our mm. main focus will be on Vavavum.
0: Mm. And I think, you know, we've we've gone through this huge transition since the pandemic. And I think it's altered the way we work now forever. I really do. I don't oh, think there's any I, I, going back absolutely. To well before that. No, um, no. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways for the better, but. We did try the awards online. It doesn't work so well. There are some things that don't translate online. And I think award ceremonies are one of them because it is the celebration, the face to face contact, you know, the getting dressed up and having a great night out, which you just can't replicate that in the same way online. You just can't. um, So we will be still doing our face to face events without a doubt. I know some awards. Yes, no
1: yeah two of the years that we won uh, in the um, best managed IT companies awards there was two of those were online and they were they were quite damp squibs by comparison to <laughs> uh, the actual uh, the in person awards and I think to be honest with business as well, you know these virtual platforms such as Zoom that we're on now, mm. they are absolutely great for certain things, but sometimes getting together in person you know is is so still so relevant. Oh. Um, and and sort of things like, you know, collaboration with teams and things like that. Yes, in-person meetings are great, but perhaps it's better that your office is a series of meeting rooms with some mm. breakout space. Uh, but when you want someone sat at a desk just typing on a keyboard, why does it have to be in the physical office?
0: Yeah, the time that we're saving commuting and, you know, I do yeah. so very few meetings face-to-face now. Most of it's on Zoom. But it's still nice to get out and about um and we've put our awards masterclass online as well we used to deliver that face to face now we can just deliver it online people can just go and get get the get the masterclass and work through it at their own pace so i think there's there's loads of stuff now that we can do and i think that's why it's so important to talk to businesses like yourself and make sure we're protected as much as possible as we're spending so much time online um we need to protect ourselves <laughs> as much exactly. as possible so thank you for joining me today darren um, it's going to be another great year, a, a good feeling. We've got some good entries coming in already and lots of excitement around the awards. Um, and your tips are invaluable to anyone who's putting their entry together. Do listen to what Thank Darren's you. told you because he knows his stuff. We do call him the Simon Cowell of the judging <laughs> panel. And um, he will be, I, I, I think you're firm but fair. And I think that's that's the key here. Uh, is is all the attention to detail and the more information you can put in your award entry the better there's never too much yeah there's never too much if you're not sure about whether to put something in put it in (laughs) because it might be that bit of information that takes you from (laughs) finalist to gold winner so yeah definitely put that in
1: Um, absolutely
0: thank you for joining me good luck with we shall uh, be following the progress thank and uh, following the progress of your award applications as well um if you're listening to <laughs> the podcast we will put darren's details into the show notes and if you're watching on youtube we would also put his details into the comments so thank you for joining me today and good luck with the bathroom.
1: thank you debbie <laughs> it's a pleasure to have been here thank you bye-bye now
0: thanks for listening to the business Awards show if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review to catch all of the latest information and show notes please go over to our website businessawardshow.co.uk thank you